If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Did things happen this weekend? Did stuff go on on Sunday? I can't really recall anything that happened. Seemed like a pretty slow news day overall on a Sunday. That's how I saw it. Action Sports Jack's overtime. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. Got a lot to talk about. We just talked about it for three hours, but we got more to talk about. Brad Martineau is on his way to do some television. They call it Jags Report Live. You're going to see that one on Fox 30 at 7. You should watch that one. It's a good program. He'll have James Robinson on scheduled to join him as every Monday. We got FSU basketball coming up on here. We got Monday Night Football coming up on WOKV FM. A lot of things going on, Brian Milton. How was your weekend? Long, busy, lack of sleep. Yeah, that's kind of your life story, huh? Maybe. But otherwise, it was good, man. So what do we, what, I mean, we kind of tore the Jags apart as we should have. Uh, that was bad. It was ugly as well. Gross. Brian used a couple times the word gross, so I'm with that. Um, Dan Mullen is no longer employed. He's unemployed. Um, there's a lot of speculation on who some of the coaching candidates are for the University of Florida. That's interesting. Brian's got some, uh, what do we call it? Vague headlines. Vague headlines. Working yeah. on the name, but so far that's what I'm going with. Yeah, those are, those were good last week, so we'll do some of that again as well. I'll have something on my mind at some point coming up here shortly. Uh, I'll tell you what's on my mind right now. If you missed it uh, roughly a half hour ago, uh, the double champ, champ champ, Austin Lane, coming back from Houston. With another belt, another win. He'll be back tomorrow. That's on my mind right now. He beat the crap out of another dude that weighed way more than he did. Um, so that was pretty cool. That was an exciting moment. Um, that's the headline for me of the weekend, by the way. Dan Mullen, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, writing was kind of on the wall. Uh, the Jags, no good. And we've covered it. Uh, fantasy football, you know, that's a big topic around here. Uh, and I need to talk to you directly about fantasy football. I need you to pull out whoever you have playing tonight. You talking to me? I don't see anybody else here. Okay, well, you get rhetorical in the very beginning. You're like, hey, did anything go on this weekend? You got philosophical. I didn't, I didn't know if you were talking to me. Okay, give me a second, man. I'm right there. Okay, appreciate that. Because what's happening is I need you to win. Oh, I'm going to win. Yeah, I'm yeah but if your kicker goofs around and misses a couple kicks, you might lose. No, no, no. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Take him I out. Because he has nobody left to play, I don't think. I Double forgot. check that. That's a big win for me. Because I'm probably going to lose unless Leonard Fournette gets me 25 points. Florida State, by the way, gave that a little credit as well from 3-6. to six, A big win over Boston College. I don't know why Florida State can be dominant in the first half. And then in the second half, they don't remember how to play defense. I don't get that. It's been two weeks in a row. They did it to Miami. Jordan Travis bails them out at the end with his legs, wins them a game. They hold on and win against Boston College. I don't really understand that. But I'll tell you what I do 
uh, understand, and it's a disagreement with Brent Martineau. I think the Florida State Seminoles are absolutely going to stop the Florida Gators because I, I, it doesn't look like anybody on the Florida Gators cares about anything. Um, they are coachless, and they are defensive coachless as well. you got to remember that happened a couple weeks ago. So uh, not really sure who's going to be calling the plays on either side of the ball, um, but I think it's going to be a stomping of the Florida Gators to finish the season. And uh, what a billing. Noontime kick when everybody's, you know, watching. It's the new primetime, noontime. The world will be have their eyeballs on Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. They call it the Swamp. I think it's Steve Spurrier Field now. As the Florida State Seminoles and the Florida Gators battle for what can only be described and not undersold as a bid in the Bahamas Bowl. Wow. Can't be undersold. Hey, I'll tell you what now. There's a lot of bad bowls like the Idaho Potato Bowl. Like, come uh-huh. on. Yeah. Being in the Bahamas Bowl would not be so bad. I'm there every year. Six wins? That's it? Yep. That's what I need every year. That's it. We stop at six. And here's, here's the thing. One of these two programs will not have six wins this season. And that is laughable. Because, first of all, Florida State should already be there because they should have beat Jacksonville State. That's the thing that should have happened, so they should have been there. Uh, the Florida Gators could have beat any number of teams that they were favored to beat. They did not do that, including an overtime loss against Missouri on Saturday, which ultimately ended Dan Mullen's tenure as the head coach of the Florida Gators. So um, I'm sure it will be a rowdy, ruckus crowd. Um, I'm sure Florida State will probably travel, as they should, because they're going to win the football game. And I can't believe I've made it seven minutes without bragging on the fact that I called it. I called it. Well, you bragged on Twitter. Yeah, that's fine. Not everybody has Twitter. You couldn't wait. Follow me on Twitter at KKurtz. Brian Middleton, you can find him at at the broadcast on. Wow, okay. That's uh, okay. You promote everything else but my name. I got you, man. It's all good. But, yeah, you got the you got it right. I couldn't remember if it was the or just broadcast them. I called you soothsayer Kurtz. You did. Uh, the sage mm-hmm. of Purdue. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I'm saying, like, listen, man, you got it. And I and I, uh, I give you all the credit that you guessed that Florida was going to lose a game. It wasn't a guess. It was a statement of fact. Yeah, well, you know, it feels good now. I guess so. Yeah, you're right. It's and, a statement of fact. And by the way, I cut that clip early because I the Jags hadn't lost yet, but I was pretty sure, and you called that one. Not that that took, like, a, you know, incredible recollection. Well, that's fair. But here's the deal. Um, just to go back on this a little bit more. Number one, I'm with you all the way with the Bahama, Bahamas Bowls. But I think that... This is such a tale of two teams. Now, I know you guys kind of touched on this uh, in the previous three hours, but four games into the season, FSU was 0-4 and had lost to Jacksonville State on the last, on the last play. Mm-hmm. Florida was 3-1. and yes. their, their one loss was to Alabama. Yep. In a game where people were like, you know what? If they had two more minutes... If they had five more minutes, this may have been a different outcome to this game. Brett Martineau called it a moral victory. (laughs) That didn't work. It is just, it's such a testament to how sports just is. It's what I like a lot about college football, but all sports, because 
it was something that they were talking about on the TV side uh, earlier. I, I believe it was Brent and or, uh, you know, uh, somebody who was on the Action Sports Jacks uh, primetime talking about how the Braves, okay. how the Braves, you know, they looked dead in the water and then they pieced it together and they came out as champions. Now, neither one of these two are going to be national champions, it seems like, anytime soon. Mm -hmm. But it's just a testament to when you start figuring it out, when you start to build that momentum, when you start to figure out how to win is just as important as winning. Um, because, man, nobody, nobody, nobody could get, maybe you, Casey, because you don't believe in your team, the Florida Gators, but nobody else would have guessed four games in with the paths that the two teams were on, that they would be coming into this game with only one team having a chance to become bowl eligible. No, I, I didn't see this one coming, and I'll one-up you on that one to the fact that at the start of the season, in the capacity that leaving on your own is not on the table here, Dan Mullen might have had to save, besides like Nick Saban, Ryan Day, whatever, he might have had, like, the safest job in America because he was, like, the hero. They were good now all of a sudden. They play that Alabama game, still safest job in America. Dan Mullen was on the list. And it's November 22nd. That game was in September. He's unemployed. So that that's incredible. And, yeah, neither team is going to win a national championship for a bit, although I'll tell you Florida State's a lot closer, a lot, lot closer because Mike Norvell is a good football coach and then get this this is the crazy part he can recruit he currently has a com he holds a commit from the number one player in the country this uh recruiting class and, and you know what he will not let go that number one recruit has not wavered no he has not I, i'm impressed i don't know what he's telling him I, don't, I know i don't know what kind of legacy is there i know i don't know what kind of nil deal is in tallahassee but boy i can't wait to uh -huh. find out yeah, I don't know either, and that is a great call. But, yeah, he's held that commit since, like, March, I think. Potentially longer. It's been a minute. So, yeah, I it, – it's it's not good. So, obviously, when a coach is fired, there's coaches that have to be hired. And there's odds, and me and Brent talked about some of the odds and some of the options. Oh, this is a new one. Oh, that's fun. That's a fun option. I'll just tell you that Bill O'Brien's on this list. I'm going to have to pass. Uh, but there's some, there's some good options, there's some bad options, and there's some realistic options. I'm going to tell you the good ones. I'm going to tell you the bad ones. I'm going to tell you the realistic ones, and then I'm going to tell you one that is likely going to be the head coach of the Florida Gators. And when I tell you my recruitment will be open for fandom if they hire this man as the head coach of the Florida Gators. I'm not kidding. I've been a Gators fan my whole life. I'll be open for recruitment, and frankly, it won't take much. I'm not going to, like, Alabama or anything. Like, I'm not one of those. But, you know, I just need a small NIL deal. Just like a free shirt is all I ask for, and I'll be a fan of your team. So I'll tell you who that coach is, tell you about all the other coaches. We got headlines. We got all kinds of stuff. We got it all right here on ESPN 690 as we lead you in to Florida State basketball in the Jacksonville Classic. If you can't listen here, just go UNF Arena. It's right over here. Uh, if you're on the stream, you're looking in the direction I'm pointing. If not, it's either north, east, south, or west. We'll be right back here on ESPN 690. 
Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Still got a lot to do here. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. We got you for another amount of time. And in that amount of time, I'm going to let you know that coming up on Fox 30, my guy Brent Martineau, he'll have Jags Report live. You can catch that one, as I mentioned, on Fox 30. Coming up on ESPN 690, we're going to have Florida State basketball as they will be in the championship game of the Duval Bracket in the Jacksonville Classic at UNF Arena. Like I said, go check that one out um, if you if you want to do a little more than listen on ESPN 690, although we'd love you to just listen on ESPN 690. But at the same time, you know we love UNF, so uh, go, go check that one out at the UNF Arena. Uh, that one will tip off at 8.30. The coverage will start at 8. And if you are uh, listening now and you're a usual listener on Monday nights of Monday Night Football right here on ESPN 690, which, by the way, we have every Monday night except this one because it's going to be on WOKV, uh, the FM station of ours. You've probably heard of it, 104.5. You can catch the Bucks and the Giants on that one where I need a big fantasy night from Leonard Fournette. And Brent will likely be listening because he loves Daniel Jones for no apparent reason. So that's the situation of what's going on tonight. Tomorrow from 3 to 6, uh, the champ is back, and he'll bring the belts. Probably not, but he'll bring himself to Top Golf with Brent Martino. Josh Scobie, we hope, will eventually show up. Um, last week he was playing golf. He big, he big leagued us for golf, and that's fine. It is what it is, but that's where they'll be, and then we're off the rest of the week, so... Only a couple more shows to listen to some action sports jacks right here on ESPN 690. Now, Brian Middleton, I'm going to tell you what's on my mind. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't, I had a lot of things on my mind, and I, I didn't know what exactly I was going to be real upset about. Okay. But it's kind of been a slow build. And it's about who will be the head coach of the Gators. All right. So when you look around... You look at there's betting odds on everything, and you know me. Can't turn down some good odds, even some bad odds. Yeah, you got a problem. Uh, I, I don't know if it's a problem, but anyway, uh, so these are the names being floated around. If you didn't know or you weren't here at, uh, when me and Brent talked about this, uh, that's hour one on the podcast, by the way, if you're interested. Uh, Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 690, wherever you get your podcast. But these are the names, Bob Stoops. Um, you know what they say when you're trying to recruit 18-year-olds, a 50-, 60-year-old dude who hasn't coached in years will probably have a great connection with them. So that works always. I'm going to have to pass. Uh, Lane Kiffin is interesting, but I don't love it. I don't think he should be a number one choice, uh, but he is among the favorites. We're going to skip this one because this, this is where I'm mad at. Bill O'Brien can't possibly mm. be hired. Mm. That's going to be a no. Matt Campbell, I'd love to see it. Iowa State head coach. His odds right now are plus 800. Uh, like Matt Campbell, like what he's building there. Recruiting, decent. Uh, coaching, also decent. Um, so that's an option. I just don't I don't see it personally. I don't think he would take the job. Or if the Gators are interested, frankly. Uh, James Franklin, Brent really likes, and I don't hate it. He's recruited well at uh, Penn State. Penn State's a decent program. Uh, Mario Cristobal um, is not the, the topic of my rant, but I'll tell you, you fly to Oregon with a blank check, and you're like, hey, fill it out. You make him tell you no, uh, he's going to, likely. But uh, dude can recruit to Oregon. He can recruit to anywhere. It is Oregon or Oregon, depending on who you ask. Mm, mm. Um, so that should be number one choice, but it's unrealis- unrealistic. Mark Stoops is interesting, what he's building in Kentucky. Not sure if he'd leave for Florida, but that is interesting. Um, and the rest of these. Luke Fickle, uh, probably not a 
scheme fit. Uh, you, he's a defensive guy, and uh, the Gators have nothing on defense, literally nothing. Which brings me to the name that you've probably heard connected to the Florida Gators. And that would be Billy Napier. When I tell you, Brian Middleton, my recruitment will be open uh-huh. if they hire this man as the head coach of the Florida Gators. Yeah. Yeah. Please feel free to tell me how many wins he has as the head coach of the Raging Cajuns. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because I was just getting there. And, uh, and 37 and 12 is his record. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I got to be real with you, though, and I and get back to your rant in just a second. Okay. He, he's I, he's only 42 years old, um, and uh, I like my coaches. Ah, you know, I like my coaches at least 49 on up. I, I guess that's discrimination. I, uh, you know? I think it's age. Ageism? Ageism. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, when it comes to my head, you know, he, he doesn't look 42. I mean, you know, he looks, you know. But what I'm saying is he, I think, you know, he, he needs a bit more life experience or something, man. I don't know. I don't want him to get life experience at my school. You know, and I don't, you know, that's an interesting point because I don't really have a problem with the age. I do if you hire, like, an older coach. I have a problem with that because that's not going to work. Um, I don't know if you know the Jags hired Urban Meyer. Anyway, um, here's my problem. Raging Cajuns, I don't, it doesn't matter who they're playing. It doesn't matter any of that. Here's what matters. Brian Middleton, please guess. According to Rivals.com, the Raging Cajuns recruiting ranking right now in the class that's about to sign. Please tell me what you think number they are. Out of 100, they are in the top 100. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with 50, 55. And you know what's funny about that is 55 is a number that I expected to see. Okay, so higher. Okay, no. I just sold Mr. Napier. No, okay. you, oh, no. you oversold him oh. because Mr. Napier currently has the 85th class in the nation. Now, I know what you're thinking, angry guy on the microphone. I'm Casey Kurtz, by the way. Brian Middleton is with me. That's the other voice you hear. We are on ESPN 690 doing Action Sports Jacks Overtime. But here's the thing. I know what you're going to say. It's the Raging Cajuns. How are you going to recruit there? That's fine. But let me tell you a couple schools that are ahead of the Raging Cajuns and then... Tell me how hard it is to recruit to the Raging Cajuns. Yeah, tell me. Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech, mm-hmm. Miami of Ohio, mm-hmm. Central Michigan, Toledo, go Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Southern Miss, Utah State, Eastern Carolina, Coastal Carolina, Arkansas State, Tulane, San Diego State. Um, those are all still outside the top 50. Oh, good. We've come to the Florida Gators at 46. There you go. 46. Duke, Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, good schools. Arizona hasn't won a game since I was like five years old. Yeah, it's been a minute in Tucson. Yeah, they're 39th. Great, awesome. Marshall, the Thundering Herd. Wow, still got a program. Yeah, Colorado, okay. Rutgers. Oh, yeah. yeah this is basketball, uh, college basketball. This recruiting? is college basketball, exactly. Uh, Virginia Tech doesn't have a coach. They're still 24th. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Kentucky is 19th. That's why I don't hate Mark Stoops, by the way. Um, and then there's FSU at 11, by the way. So, um, yeah. 
So the easier thing to tell you was those are all the schools that are ahead of my guy at the Raging Cajuns. Behind them, that would be easier to just tell you. You know, casual programs like Campbell and Harvard who can't recruit you unless you have a 6.0 GPA, which isn't even possible. Uh, Princeton, Charlotte, James Madison, the teams you expect to be behind them. 85th in recruiting and do not tell me it has to do with the program because if you're going to sit there and try to straight face somebody into saying yeah but miami of ohio though yeah but utah state though arkansas state though get out of here you hire a guy with the 85th best recruiting class and is losing to programs like that we're all set i'll be a fan of any team just give me a free t-shirt well Wow. That's what's on my mind. I'll just say these two things. First of all, don't underestimate the Dukes of James Madison. Okay? A little disrespectful there. No, you're ranting. A little disrespectful. And then two, Coastal Carolina is on a beach in South Carolina, basically. And they're ranked in the top 25. So those two teams, they should definitely be ahead of, what's his name, Napier. Yeah. Look, it's not, it's not going to work. I'll tell you right now, it's not going to work. Everybody has to start somewhere, right? Isn't that what your AD said? Oh, no, he said that I woke up on Sunday morning and said that something had to change. That's right. That's what he said. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm going to leave that on the Florida Gators football coaching search. Um, you really would leave the Florida yes, Gators? Yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm good. I didn't go to Florida. I wasn't smart enough. I went to the University of North Florida, okay? And guess what? Their football program has yet to let me down. Mm. Basketball program have one of the best coaches in the nation. Yo. I said it. They got a tough schedule. All right. Uh, I will always be loyal to the University of North Florida, uh, which is where the Jacksonville Classic is being held, by the way. Um, I may or may not have had Florida Gators wallpaper earlier in life in an orange bedroom painted. Yeah. I'll leave. I'm sick of it. It's just not. It's not. This would be a bad hire. And it's. I'm, I'm fairly certain this is going to be the hire because, honestly, why would Mario Cristobal, like, come to Florida? Why would James Franklin leave Penn State? Like, I understand it's the SEC. I don't think Florida's that good of a job. Brent argued with me, and that's fine. You can't argue with me. I'm a Gator fan, and I don't think Florida's that good of a job. So that is what it is there. All right, we're coming back. We got headlines to hit. Uh, I want to play that sound from Mike Norvell because I think it's fascinating. We'll do that. Um, if you hadn't heard, you probably have the Jags loss. We're not going to talk a lot about that because you get it. You understand. 30-10, to 10, they didn't have the ball at all in the first quarter except for like 40 seconds, um, and they went three and out. So, All right. When we come back, we're going to hear these headlines. Brian Middleton's got them for us. We'll be right back here. ESPN 690, Action Sports, Jacks Overtime. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. We'll be right back. ESPN 690. We call it Action Sports Jacks Overtime. We got Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz here with you for a little longer. Uh, we will lead you into some Florida State basketball in the Jacksonville Classic looking for the championship of the Duval bracket held at UNF. You're going to hear that. Coverage will start at 8. Tip-off will be at 8.30. If you're looking for Westwood One's coverage right here on ESPN 690 of Monday Night Football, that would be the Bucks against Danny Dimes and the Giants in Tampa. You can find that on 104.5 WOKV on the FM dial. 
Uh, feel free to switch back and forth as you do um, and listen to both games. We'd love you to do that. Uh, I'll be listening mostly to football. I'll be down there. So if you're listening on 104.5 WOKV to the game tonight, just imagine me sitting there listening along with you because that's what I'll be doing. So that's the situation there. We've talked about who the Florida Gators should hire as their head football coach, and it should be anybody but Billy Napier. Um, not anybody, but just in general. Uh, we've talked some fantasy football. We haven't talked a lot about the Jags, and there's no real reason to. Not good. Uh, if they don't perform against the Atlanta Falcons, um, that's going to be something because the Atlanta Falcons couldn't stop me, Brian, Brent, Austin, Olivia, Stewart, and Marcel. And I know we're short and we have no offensive linemen. They couldn't stop us. Um, so that's the problem there. Um, Brian Middleton, though, we started doing this thing. Uh, call it vague headlines, right? Yes. And you're going to give me some headlines from the weekend. You're not really going to tell me what they are. And then I'm going to choose one, and we're going to have a little discussion about it. So uh, without any further ado, please tell me some vague headlines. All right, man. Let me uh, let me just one more time let you know, man, I'm going to give you a choice of, of two. And you choose one, then I give you the actual headline. Then we go from there, right? Yep. Right. Okay. So here's the deal. <clears throat> First of your choices, okay? Okay. A mess in the ruler's house or they don't miss. I'll give you those two options again. A mess in the ruler's house or they don't miss. I like what you've done here first off. Yeah. That part threw me off. Um, Let's go a mess in the ruler's house, please. All right. A mess in the ruler's house. Actual headline. King's fan throws up on court, forcing delay in eventual... Jags win. Jazz. Excuse me, not Jags win. I was like, wait a minute. That's not that's not what's happening, right? Okay. So just a quick breakdown. A Kings fan sitting courtside vomited on the court near the Utah bench in their game okay. over the weekend. It forced a stoppage in play, and all the Jazz players on the bench had to move away because of the smell. The <laughs> delay, get this, the delay lasted about 15 minutes. And players were both disgusted and also uh, laughing. So let's see. I got a quick, quick little uh, clip. Let's see if we can play it for you real quick of what the actual commentators said. Let's see if we can hear it. Man, must have spilled a keg over there or something. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Coca-Cola down on the floor. T, what do you see? Popcorn? I know, I know it's the beverage, but I don't know whether it was Coke or not. Could be water, could be a little ale. No, it's not popcorn. It got the pops. In case you didn't hear, he said he knows it wasn't popcorn <laughs> because they have towels. Also, after that game, uh, Luke Walton, the Kings head coach, was yeah. fired. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. a way to go out, huh? I know, right? So here's my question to you, Casey Kurtz. Do you feel bad for the fan? Because he obviously had good seats. It was right there on the court. But it was good seats at a Sacramento Kings game, so... <laughs> Thoughts? No, I don't. I don't feel bad for the fan. Um, because <laughs> I don't feel bad for him. If he got, like, really sick, like, in general, like, he's still sick, I guess I kind of feel bad for him. But um, I think it's kind of legendary what happened. It was a lot, too, man. If you, have, <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen the video, just check it out. Just, you know, YouTube it, Twitter, whatever. I mean, it's a lot. 
Yeah, um, I don't feel bad for him. But to your point about the Kings, I can't name one player. I think I have a couple guesses, though. And I might be right, but I might he might have been a free agent already. I don't know. Do they still have De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, they do. How about Bagley? Yes, they do. Okay, so I can. But those are the only two. <laughs> I couldn't slightly. Bagley's not very good, right? Man, he's not, man. And my friend in Denver, man, she didn't like him all the way in college. and was like, he's going to be sorry. And I was like, wow. no. And you know what? Compared to me, he's not sorry, but... Right now, it's just not happening for him. So maybe she, maybe she knows what she's talking about. All right. So you don't feel bad for uh, the guy who got overly drunk and then spilled his guts. No, I do not. All right. Okay. I think it's a pretty good story. Got you. So next two headlines: the King of Swing or she has too much power. The King of Swing or she has too much power. She has too much power. Whoa, hey, this is how I know. This is how I know you're a true fan. I just knew you were going to pick the king of swing, but I was like, you know what? He's going to enjoy this one if he picks it. Actual headline, Spotify's play button stopped shuffling, apparently because Adele says so. Yeah. Following the release of Adele's album 30 on Friday, Spotify removed its default shuffle setting at her urging and will now automatically play tracks in the order they appear on the album that was the only request I had in our ever-changing industry, Adele wrote. We don't create albums with so much care and thought into our track listing for no reason. Our art tells a story, and our stories should be listened to as we intended. Thank you, Spotify, for listening. Question, Casey. Yeah. What would you do if you had Adele-level power in the radio world? That is a question right there. Um... I had no idea this was an Adele thing, but I think it's funny that you picked this because I actually did see this. Um, man. Well, first of all, tell you this. This station, Action Sports Jacks from 3 to 6 and then overtime. Watch it. Watch it. Wait, Watch no, it. no, so here's what would happen. 3 to 6, nationally syndicated on all the stations, not just ESPN. There's other sports stations. I'm not naming them. I'm a company guy, okay? But we'd be on there, too. We'd be the first ever cross-platform every station show because we're that quality. Then OT, we'd go, uh, we'd go, I don't know, three hours. We'd do six to nine, something like that. Nationally syndicated everywhere. Wow. i just take over. It can happen. Yeah. I, I, I know that there's probably better answers, like, you know, um, Take like I don't know, have, have, like, like I know there's I know there's better answers, but here's the thing. Uh-huh. I'm a big like everybody eats guy. Okay. Like everybody eats. Like uh-huh. Austin, Brent, me, you, everybody eats. There's only four of us here. I mean, it's not, you know, we don't have to get that big of a table. Uh-huh. You know, so everybody eats. We all we all go up together, and if we screw it up, we all fall together. But, um, yeah, you know, I think it's a team effort here at ESPN 690, and sure, yeah, we'll bring Stuart Weber along and Marcel Robinson. I'm with it. I like it. You know, not. Not, like, nationally syndicated, but, you know, they can fill in from time to time. Well, start, you know, start thinking that up. It's coming. All right. Casey, final two choices. And if you choose the wrong one, then we're doing four questions instead of three. Okay. All right. Most valuable horse or the realest poo-poo platter? Most valuable horse or the realest poo-poo platter? I don't know. Um, yeah, give me... Goodness. Um, this is going to be bad. Give me the platter. All right. All right. I wish I had a ding, ding, ding sound effect. Okay. There here we one. go. Oh, well, you know, I don't know how to get to it yet. Yeah. Cool. 
Actual headline. DoorDash driver in California caught taking a poop in apartment building trash can after making food delivery. What? A DoorDash driver made headlines this week after surveillance footage at a Brentwood apartment building showed the delivery person defecating in the lobby. A resident ended up contacting the building's manager saying there was feces all over the area. And when they checked the cameras and investigated, the building manager saw the delivery driver pull their pants down and take a dump in one of the lobby's trash cans. Let's go to Fox 11 KTTV to hear from that building manager, Lisa <laughs> Stanley. What I saw, I could not unsee. I was flabbergasted at what I saw. She let it go. I mean, you know that saying, when you gotta go, you gotta go. And boy, did she ever. You're four steps away from outside where there's a bush or your car or i don't know but not in the lobby of a brentwood apartment building nps uh i did see uh the video uh this lady uh, doesn't look like she washed her hands right then and honestly it didn't look like there was any cleanup just saying take it how you wanna i can't get any more into that because i'm not that close to the dumb button but yeah so casey my question to you uh-huh. Does this make you change your thoughts on the next time you order DoorDash? Not really. So you're so nasty. Well, what? I'm so tired of you. Nothing happened to the food. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Keep on. Look, I order a lot of DoorDash, okay? Even if she didn't wash her hands, they don't touch the food. Like, they bag it up well. No, this is not DoorDash's fault. Brian, I'm going to tell you something you might not know. There are bad people in the world, okay? And this is just a bad person. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to tell you. Um, That sound, though, was really something else. Yeah, it was was much better if you actually see her face. She's animated with it. Listen, DoorDash actually uh, refunded the meal to the actual patron and gave them a $20 credit. Now, see, I don't get that part of it. Like, why are they responsible for where somebody poops? Like, you know what I mean? That's your, that's your employee. Well, not anymore. They so, uh, canceled her out. Oh, well, yeah, that, that sounds that a little stinks. ominous. They stopped her from being a DoorDash delivery person, but... Huh, well, you know, they got Grubhub. And Uber Eats. And Uber Eats. All right, Casey, that's it for Vague Headlines. I like it. Those uh, those were good ones. Um, and, yeah, no, it doesn't make me double think about door. Dash ESPN 690, Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. We're going to get out of here in a second, but all kinds of stuff coming up on ESPN 690. We got Florida State basketball tonight in the Jacksonville Classic Championship bracket or the championship game of the Duval bracket. Missouri will be the counterpart. They'll do that at 830 from the UNF Arena. You can hear it right here in ESPN 690. Coverage will start at 8 o'clock right on the dot. If you're looking for Monday Night Football from Westwood 1, you can hear that on WOKV-FM, and that's going to be 104-point pool company of your Cincinnati Reds. Schedule your pool installation. 7.30, I'll be along for the ride. We can listen to it together. If you're looking for Brent Martineau and Austin Lane, fear not. Brent Martineau is going to be on TV very shortly. 17 minutes to be exact. Fox 30, he'll be with James Robinson. He'll be at Sneakers on the Beach. And they'll be talking some Jags football after a horribly embarrassing loss 
the Jags did not even look like a real team. But that's okay. Well, you know what, man? You're talking about the Jags. I got to give a quick shout-out. We got a minute and a half in this uh, this little bumper. Okay. I didn't give a shout-out to Jazz Bond, A-Sun Player of the Week, averaging 25 and a half points per game in uh, both of the games this past week. Uh, 13 from 14 from the three-point, three excuse me, from the free-throw line. Okay. Um, threw up uh, or grabbed 15 rebounds in the game versus Weber, 30-plus uh, points uh, in the game versus FAU. You know, if anybody has connection, tell her, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Casey, you're an alumni of uh, UNF, aren't you? Yes. Is that it for that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I am. Um, real quick, by the way, shout-out UNF Volleyball. They gave it a heck of a run. Um they fall to FGCU in the semifinal of the Volleyball A-Sun Championship. That is a program on the rise. Congratulations to them for making it where they did. They uh, have not had a winning season in a long time. So that was um, that was a big step in the right direction for UNF. And they play, obviously, right down the road where the Jacksonville Classic will be. You can catch that one a little later on. We'll be back tomorrow from 3 to 6 top golf brent martineau the champ is back i don't know if he's bringing the belts but brent's bringing the bun cakes we'll see you from top golf tomorrow at three o'clock right here on espn 690 have a good night if your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages call superior plumbing and pipelining superior plumbing and pipelining's high pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com